0: welcome to the geniuses of copywriting podcast a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters marketers and persuasion
1: experts and now here's your host brian Casingina. hey guys welcome back to the geniuses of copywriting podcast i've got a really special guest today uh, uh somebody who i met during my time at mind valley so uh as many of you know, I was working on, uh, on the Mind Valley team for about three years with uh, CEO Vishen Lakhiani, who uh, is a great copywriter himself, and and uh, some of the other writers on the Mind Valley team who don't get that recognition and uh, who uh, who are copywriting geniuses uh, uh, in their own right. I'm talking to one of them today, a guy who's responsible for a lot of the uh, uh, most profitable and and uh, and money-making copy that the Mind Valley puts out. And, uh, and uh, his name is uh, Omar Michaels. So uh, welcome to the call, Omar. I really appreciate you coming on today, man. Hey, thanks, Brian. It's good to be here, man. Yeah, it's good, good to hear from you. I think people will really be interested in the uh, uh, insight into um, how we do things at Valley Because uh, um, you know, I worked there for, for three years, but I wasn't really um, you know, uh, talking a lot about this stuff. Back then, and uh, um, I'm really interested to hear uh, your take on how things are done uh, at uh, at Mind Valley these days. uh, Because and uh, to set the context as well, you were writing copy for Mind Valley for a a long time before I came along. Um, uh, What when when did you start in the company? Wow, you know, I think I started about. About 11 years ago, uh,
0: I, was uh, in, I was actually in the ad industry. I was in one of the big uh, international uh, ad agencies. And um, I got a call to uh, an invite to go and interview at Mindvalley. And, and at the time, I was already frustrated with uh, the ad industry just because of, you know, low pay, long hours. I was looking at my bosses and I realized, you know, I don't, I don't want to be these guys years from now. Yeah. So then Mindvalley introduced me to the world of uh, direct response copywriting. And at the time, it wasn't what it was now. It was a much smaller outfit. There was about uh, maybe 14, 15 of us. And it felt much more like an internet marketing company compared to what it is today.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say, you know, uh, because body uh, uh, started out with that pure straight direct response, the old school stuff that, uh, um, and that, that's what they were, they were built on. And uh, it's hard uh, for me as a person who uh, was there for three years to imagine uh, only 15 people on the team, you know, it's 200 odd. Uh, people there when I left, and probably more now. So um, it sounds like a completely different scene from from uh, uh, even just a, just a, a year or two ago when I left. Yeah, it is. It is, and I, I think a big part of
0: that is I mean, at the core, Mind Valley is still an internet marketing company. You know, we, we do events, uh, uh, we do films and stuff, but the the, the core uh, business is still launching online courses. Yeah, uh, I think the big difference is that Mind Valley focuses so much on branding. Uh, yeah. it brand- it brands the movement, it brands the mission, and it brands the CEO, Vishen Lakiani as well. And I think that's yeah. what makes all the difference. You know, somebody who buys into the Mindvalley brand, you know, they're not just buying a course to uh, to solve a particular problem in their lives, but they're also buying into a mission. Uh, they're buying into a self-identity. Um,
1: you know, kind of like how Harley Davidson or, or, or Zumba does it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. And, uh, and that's what I was trying to sort of imply before, you know. They started out in that internet marketing world, and that's that's a really good way of sort of getting some cash flow and getting some customers under your belt. Um, <clears throat> but now things have, have changed so much that the, the Mind Valley brand itself uh, really has a uh, a strong appeal in the marketplace, and and uh, you know um, uh, a lot of customers are buying um, uh, something, but just because it's Mind Valley, as well as for um, you know the the reasons why people buy internet marketing stuff.
0: Definitely, yeah. You know, we we just got the first person, no, the second person, sorry, getting a tattoo of the Mind Valley logo on themselves. Um, there's uh, there's people who get married at Mind Valley events. It's it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and, an amazing, amazing brand. It is, yeah. And 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 as a copywriter, you know, this this makes it interesting as well, because um, firstly, you have to be very very conscious of the brand whenever you're writing. Uh, everything has to be brand aligned. And another thing is that a lot of the traditional expressions of persuasion, you don't get to use them in the same way anymore. You know, yeah. for example, um, you know, the, the, the value stack in a, on, a, on a sales page, for example. Yeah. Um, we, we find that we can't really do that anymore because we don't want to justify our prices so much. We don't want to itemize everything. We want, we want it to be like the Bentley of personal growth. If that mm. makes sense. And you would in Bentley or Mercedes Benz, they wouldn't, they wouldn't break down the price of everything in a car. They yeah. Would, yeah. Um, they would just tell you, this is the price. This is what it is.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: as, as a copywriter, you know, that can be challenging sometimes, you know, uh, all the, all the stuff that, that we would do with, with our clients on the side, we wouldn't really do at mind Valley. You have to find more, uh, more subtle ways of, of, of finessing these persuasion triggers into your marketing.
1: Yeah, that, that's really interesting because if you talk about premium brands like Bentley, you know, um, like, like you say that uh, they they give you the price of the car and that they don't they don't need to justify it in any way, you know, um, uh, and it, it attracts a certain type of person, you know, the person who is not a price shopper. Uh, in the Bentley example, you know, um, it, they're buying it because it's a Bentley. So the same with the Mind Valley brand.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and what's interesting about that is that when you get it right, when you get people really invested in your brand, um, you you might find that you don't need those kind of triggers anymore. Um, in fact, going the the other way, the subtle way, might actually work better for you. Uh, for example, we we did a launch. Uh, I think it was last year, maybe for this product called Super Yeah. And uh, we we split tested our old long sales letter formula with uh with a new shorter one which which actually took out a lot of those uh traditional persuasion triggers it was a lot shorter it was a lot more visual and uh what we found was that page actually converted 30 percent better than the long one so yeah. Yeah, in, a, in a way <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of violates what what you think you know about about the rules of copywriting but um yeah is that it's because it's because of the brand alignment you know because copy doesn't exist in a vacuum when somebody is reading a, a mind valley sales page or watching a master class they're also a lot of them are also very aware of the mind valley brand and if anything <laughs> in that is said within this marketing violates their perception of the brand then that creates friction and and, and maybe that's why
1: they're less likely to buy yeah yeah and uh, um uh, it's important Point you make about the the particular things that you say because you can't even, uh, you know, use the wrong language uh, when you're writing the copy because if it doesn't resonate with the the market, you know, um, they're very sensitive to to pick that that kind of stuff up. Something that uh, doesn't, isn't, isn't out out of line with with the branding and and the the values of value.
0: That's right that's right and another thing uh, we've started doing is we're creating uh we're we're working with people from big agencies we're also working with the founders of Zumba uh to come up with uh brand language for Mindvalley a brand filter uh we're also working on brand books for each of our um each of our big uh big brands in, within Mindvalley the sub brands you know like lifebook yeah. um, and and all that stuff uh which is interesting because uh, it reminds me of uh, my advertising days it's like going going back to that in a way, but it's also combining it with direct response.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, and this is all, all fascinating to me because uh, uh, from an early age, when I started f- f- started studying copywriting, you know, it was all about the direct response copy. You know, uh, branding was almost like like a like a swear word. You know, you couldn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't about the brand. You just had to write the best headline and the best offer, and then you would make the most money. And you could uh, build giant companies like that, and there are companies like that around. Uh, you you take uh, something like um, Agora, for example. You know, um, there's a, a just one of their divisions, Agora Financial, is is one that, that I study a lot, and uh, and uh, uh, we get on calls with them each week to learn new stuff, and and uh, they're doing some of the most cutting edge uh, stuff on the market in terms of direct response copy but they're pure direct response. I mean, no, nobody's going to buy a product because it's an Agora product that, uh, it, it wouldn't even uh, occur to anybody to, um, to buy that. It's all about the, 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 uh, uh, direct response aspects. And it's about, it's all about the offer and all of that stuff. Whereas, uh, um, Mind Valley, you know, um, has, uh, the, the brand is like a, a thousand times more powerful than, uh, with their marketplace, uh, that, than Agoras. Yeah that's true. Um although
0: it it does create some frustration I guess, you know, as a copywriter because um sometimes you know I I try to implement some of the stuff that I see happening elsewhere in in the direct response world, you know. And and I always find that like I was saying earlier, I have to finesse it in such a way where it yeah. fits with the mind of the brand and uh, also just to, to to get consistent results with the with the types of tests that we run is is tough as well for example i was telling you about superbrain and how uh, that the short sales page outperformed the long one by by about 30% yeah. but then we tried to replicate that on um, on on other pages and it sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so that's that's the big challenge right now just do trying th- to nail down
1: that formula yeah yeah do you think that um the results of split tests like that, you know, where, uh, you're testing a, a page design overall. Um, do you think uh, results are, are affected, uh, also by the, uh, by the, uh, uh, expert at the center of the campaign, you know, like for, for those who aren't familiar, you know, super brain is uh, with Jim quick. Um, and something like life book is with John and Missy butcher and they're always the, uh, uh, at the centre of the campaign, they're the um, you know we don't really, we'll use the word guru, but the, but that's basically what they are. They're they're the main draw of the uh, of the campaign. Do you think it's affected by who that that person is, or other reasons? I think it would be affected by who the person is uh, by a lot, actually.
0: Especially because you know, like you were saying, that the master classes that we that, that we use to uh, funnel people into our sales funnels. Are always about uh, these people it's about the gurus and uh, you know the first thing you see when you when you end up on the masterclass landing page is their face and uh, as we turn these uh, these products into brands that is actually something we want to test as well you know what if the uh, what if the brand was more customer facing
1: um, Hmm. rather than focusing on the gurus yeah yeah because it's all about the customers in the end and and uh, um, no matter whether you're, uh, working on branding or pure direct response copy, the, uh, uh, the, uh, crucial element of any, of any offer or campaign is what's in it for, for the customer, for the, for the potential customer, the prospect. So, um, that's what people are interested in, no matter uh, what business they're buying from what's in it for them. So it makes a lot of sense to uh, focus on that, I think. That's true. And you know, not every guru is an interesting
0: magnetic type of person on camera. Um, you know, some people, they, some teachers, they create really good content, but then when you listen to them, on ca- when you watch them on camera and um, when, when you just listen yeah. to them speak, it, it doesn't have that, that same effect that say somebody like Vision
1: has, you know, Vision is brilliant. stuff. Yeah, That's for sure. Yeah. Um, there's so many different elements that go into uh, success of a campaign. Um but what I like about uh uh the whole Mind Valley ecosystem is you know um Mind Valley brand itself has has such power that it can it can overcome uh, a lot of a lot of these issues. I mean when you say that uh, uh an offer may uh have not done as well in the split test, you know, it's still done pretty well because because it's on Mind Valley.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, there's a lot of um there's a lot of Mind Valley customers who uh who are Mindvalley fans first rather than fans of any particular product that we release. So uh, whenever we release something, even if they're not immediately interested in it, they would give
1: it a chance because it's from Mindvalley. Yeah. 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 So how have you arrived at that point? Because, um, this is something that, uh, I like I like take, um, for instance, you know, if I go back to the old school copywriting, um, where there's guys like uh, Dan Kennedy, um, it's one of the, uh, um, the preeminent teachers in that world um you know there's a lot of people who would buy a copywriting course purely because it's dan kennedy they wouldn't need to read the sales letter um you know they would go to all of his events um and they're the raving fans of of that particular teacher so um uh i saw that in action at, uh, from early on in my career but i saw it uh you know 10x when when i came to mind Valley. so how, how have how have you gotten the brand to that point where um, there's such raving fans uh, of the brand itself that that can overcome a lot of sales resistance
0: well there's many elements to it right but I'm, I'm my theory is that it's probably when we started doing events um, years ago vision did this event called a fest um, yep. And, and A-Fest is a visual spectacle. You know, he, uh, he rents yachts. Uh, he, he, he has bonfire parties by the beach. Yeah. Um, you know, salsa dancers on stage. You know, it's just, it's just a very vibrant, uh, exciting experience. And so a is not something that a lot of people would attend. It's, it's actually quite a high-ticket event. But what happened from AFEST is that um, we started recording videos of a You know, we started taking photos of it and uh, we started uh, including that that reality infusion into our sales pages and our videos so suddenly from uh, from a rather boring looking uh, sales page that just had pictures of an online course we would show valley we would start showing mind valley as a movement you know like look at this movement look at all these people having this fun this is all part of the mind valley experience and uh, that started snowballing into other events um, eventually people even started um, hosting their own mind valley affiliated mm-hmm. events and um, yeah, I, I would say a lot of it started from events, and also Vision started finding his footing there. He started speaking on stage more, and he also started doing a lot more content videos, uh, not necessarily promoting a specific product within Mind Valley, but sometimes it would just be to share something about what Mind Valley believes in. Like uh, you might remember that that stand-up <laughs> video from a while back. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, it was a video about uh, standing up for for people's rights, you know, LGBT rights, uh, refugee rights, and it wasn't promoting any particular product. But that really got people uh, rallying behind the brand.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. There was also the uh, uh, the Milo thing as well, where um, <clears throat> Vision took a stand against uh, against that as uh, as a uh, um, as, as a healthy breakfast drink for for kids in Malaysia. And, and uh, there were big changes that, that, that came about in the marketplace for that. But that's also something that uh, a lot of people uh, were getting behind, you know, um, having healthier uh, foods for their kids. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think the key is that,
0: that the, the issues that we choose to touch on are always issues that are very resonant with, uh, with our target audience anyway. You know the type of people who would buy a mind Valley product, the type of people who would be into meditation or or, or goal setting or whatever it may be uh, they're they're very conscious about about living a healthy and and morally upright life so um, these issues that we touch on really strike a chord with
1: them and that's part of uh, um any campaign success right you know uh knowing who your customer is uh knowing what they like, knowing what resonates with them um uh, so, I mean, how much work uh, have you guys put, put into that? Because I know there's, uh, um, there's customer avatars and everything in existence when I was writing copy. I think a lot of that had been done by you and other people um, before I ever came along. So, how much work have you done uh, has gone into really understanding the Mind Valley customer? Quite a bit, I would say. Um, like you said, we have customer avatars. Uh, we
0: have the customer support team who are always uh, locked in multiple intense conversations with customers, and we're always yeah. analyzing that data. Um, also, we now we also have the benefit of meeting a lot of Mind Valley customers at our events, at A Fest, at, at uh, Mind Valley Reunion, Mind Valley U. So all of that coming together gives us a very strong impression of of the Mind Valley audience, and we know that it's not. Exactly, your typical personal growth audience. Because um, if you're talking about market sophistication, the average uh, personal growth consumer is uh, at level one or two. Is usually somebody who's very me-focused. You know, it's people who, it's people who have an urgent problem that they need solving. Yeah. Whereas for Mindvalley, it's it's more about people who uh, who might not necessarily have a very urgent problem, but you know, they they want to live a better life and they want to live a life of more contribution and connection. So that yeah. we found that
1: those are the types of people that that are attracted to us yeah yeah that's very interesting and having met uh, a lot of these people at, at some of the mind valley events that I've been to uh you know that that's definitely true mm-hmm. um so uh what what could a uh, um what could an entrepreneur do um if they want to uh, emulate what vision has done with mind Valley you know we I know that uh, we've discussed the vision started uh, Mind Valley uh, years ago with direct response marketing and has now moved into this, uh, this more of a branding area. Uh, what, are the, what are the basic things that somebody can take if they want to go beyond a regular direct response company and start, and start something that uh, people could really get behind? Well, if you, if you can't afford to uh, hire, uh, hire a private
0: yacht and uh, rent your private island <laughs> and host some crazy parties, um, one thing uh, that I think you could do is to stand for something. Don't be afraid yeah. to, uh, to offend certain people as well, because normally that means you're also creating deep, deep love with, with the people who resonate with what you're saying. Yeah you know a lot of um, a lot of uh, smaller companies tend to be very careful about what they say you know they for example they don't want to get political uh because they don't want to 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 push away any of their possible market but uh mind valley has never been afraid of that no so definitely standing for something definitely um getting your best people more visible you know whether it's uh, whether it's on camera whether it's through webinars videos uh, podcasts and um developing followings for for the key people within your organization i think is very important and then also looking at how ad agencies or or big companies brand themselves you know having that that consistency of messaging the consistency of vibe the consistency of colors even uh, so that every time somebody lands on anything that you create they know that that is very much from you
1: yeah this is something that uh, um that we always worked on in new launches or funnels, you know, um, uh, uh, among many other teams, the design team was very important because the, the brand had to be consistent and and it had to uh, represent the values of, uh, of Mindvalley at the time. And uh, that, that was always one of the, cr- the most crucial aspects of it. It
0: was, yeah, and it, and it definitely helps a lot because um, especially if you're working on, on multiple brands and products at the same time, if you're not mindful of it and you don't create like a, a framework and a process for it, sometimes um, the language you use for one brand is going to bleed into another and I guess the same thing could happen for you if you're um, if you're a freelance copywriter um, if, if you have like let's say multiple retainers that you're working on um, i I find myself doing it as well you know um, I'll be writing something for for one of my other clients, but then I start writing in mind Valley language and then I catch myself and I realize wait a yeah. minute you know this is not exactly brand aligned with these guys
1: yeah it's it's like um when i go when i um i go to see my wife's family who's who doesn't speak english and and uh, she's talking with them and and she'll turn around and say something to me in that, in that language and, mm-hmm. and and i'm like what what did, what did you just say <laughs> cuz i don't speak the language and then uh, it's yeah. it's that it's that sort of uh, um overflow which which you catch yourself doing but uh, um uh the uh uh the The problem with that is you know not enough companies um, would focus on that you know it it wouldn't matter as much to them about the particular language that you use um and that 's a problem because uh if it doesn 't resonate with their target market then uh then they see that friction but the uh, the but sometimes the company themselves don't see that friction there and they wonder why their their sales aren't what they hope to be
0: yeah that's right and it it has a very like subtle long-term effect i would say um like if you if you send a promotion to somebody on your list and and it sounds a certain way and then you send another promotion and it sounds completely different um or it sounds the same when it should sound different, then, then that's difficult, I think, because it, um, it, it, it creates friction in people's minds. You know, they they need to see a consistent identity coming from you because that is also part of trust. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, uh, and when, if you're a copywriter, if you're a freelance copywriter, you come onto a, a new project with the client, uh, you know, you need to, um, uh, uh, if you're going to change the the angle of the uh uh of the copy that 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 has been coming out you need to do that gradually uh one of the first things that that I do like for example when i was writing uh, the daily edge for ad skills for about 6 months you know um i made sure i, I uh, was up to speed on on the previous uh emails that had that that had come out from there so i knew exactly how they were written and uh, and uh, what sort of tone of voice and language they were using. Um, So that, you know, uh, there wasn't that jarring uh, when I took over the the writing from Justin. Um, So because, because uh, I feel that uh, audiences can really, can really sense that, that sort of stuff and it it goes against the whole brand. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean.
0: Um, So when Valley started out uh, years ago, we we sold different products uh, the the vibe of the stuff we were selling was quite different mm. uh, there was one product called quantum jumping i don't know if you remember it yeah it's, I do. it's a product about uh using your mind to jump into alternate dimensions <laughs> and meet yeah. meet alternate versions of yourselves and kind of learn skills from them and bring that back into your reality it's it's it's, it's pretty rad um and what what we found was that um even though that that was one of our best-selling products years ago we found that uh now it wouldn't really make sense to market it in the same way anymore because it would violate a lot of what we're trying to do like you know we're trying to work with uh with with uh, schools and universities and and get mind valley curriculums into these places and imagine if 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 the dean of a university um was to check our products and, and he saw this thing called quantum jumping it might kill our credibility a bit you know Yeah, yeah. So what we found was that over the years, we had to kill certain products, or we had to completely change the way that we we positioned them. So at one point, when we were still selling Quantum Jumping, we would preface it with a video saying, um, you don't need to believe in in parallel dimensions or any of that stuff. This this is simply just a visualization exercise.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that that product was eventually Sunset, along with a whole bunch of other ones. So. you know, this is something that, uh, um, happened quite regularly during during my time that, that should happen in other companies. You know, vision is very good at sunsetting, um, uh, different products that, uh, uh that weren't aligned with my values brand and didn't have the, uh, customer satisfaction ratings that, that he needed. So, mm-hmm. um, he was very particular about that. Whereas too many companies try and sell the same stuff, uh, over and over, just because uh, they make a few bucks from it, yeah, yeah, that's true so um, yeah, it's been really interesting to catch up with you on this and uh, get a deeper insight into the uh, 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 the branding aspects that you can bring into uh, direct response and and they do work together, you know, like I said it, it almost used to be a bad word years ago, um, the word branding. Uh, when it comes to direct month 's coffee but uh, 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 it's actually very important. It's something that I, I've tried to, um, you know, uh, start to work on in my own business as well as with clients as well. So I appreciate you coming on, and, and thanks for uh, spending the time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. It was fun. How, how can people find more about uh, the secret weapon behind these Mind Valley campaigns? The secret weapon? You mean myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um Add me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash
1: Omar Michael. Easy, too easy. All right. Thanks for that. Um, I appreciate you coming on. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Brian. Catch you soon. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.